Hi everyone and welcome to the third edition of the Adam Meet the Partner series. Today I'm joined by Robin from Equanergy. Um, hi Robin. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Yourself? I'm doing okay. Very warm as we were discussing today, but other than that I'm good, thank you. Yeah, same, same. Like I said, we'd soon be moaning if it was cold and wet. Um, so yeah, basically, if you want to just give the uh, the viewers and the listeners a quick um, overview of of what you do, basically. Right. Well, actually, that is being redefined and shifting slightly at the moment because I've started working with this amazing new coach, and I'm on a four month academy with her. Uh, so my title now is Soul Alignment Mentor. And basically, I work with people to help them reconnect with who they really are, to get a greater understanding of how their body interacts with their inner and outer environment, and how that then creates either well-being or dis-ease of some kind. But if we have dis-ease, the, the symptoms that we have give us great information about what's going on. And we can explore those to uncover how best to support ourselves, getting us set back to balance. And then when we're in balance and we're giving ourselves all that we need, the body has its own healing systems that come into play much more effectively and get us back to well-being. Okay. And, and, and um, you do, obviously, the last few months have been probably a bit different, but you normally do it out of, uh, is it like a, like a, what would, what would you, is it a retreat you would call your, your premises or um, how, would you, how would you encapsulate the, uh, the location? Uh, I, I just always refer to it as the most wonderful and magical healing space that we have here. We moved here, it's not quite two years yet that we've been based here and my business name is Equenergy Wellbeing Naturally because nature is so much a part of what I do. We have eight and a half acres here with fields and woods and a stream when we've had some rain. So it, it, we do run retreats here, um, also workshops and healing sessions, one-to-one -one bespoke tailored sessions for, for people who come. And it's based in Lanellan, is that right? We're, we're based, yeah, we're just outside of Abergavenny, south-west-ish of Abergavenny up on the Blorange. Oh, nice, lovely part of the world. Mm. Oh, it's, it's stunning. Where we are, we cannot see another house. So it feels like you're completely in the middle of nowhere. And that's part of what I offer because it's the opportunity to get away from all the stresses, strains, expectations, and the everyday life that we can often just feel stuck in. It's very hard to break away from uh, the expectations and the patterns that we've been living in up to that point that maybe have led to this ease. But yeah. when you can get away and just start to explore who are you away from all of that, reconnect and rediscover, that's very much a part of the healing process. Like a bit of a um, back to basics and a resetting yourself. Is, it, is, that, is that kind of... Yeah. yeah, as my husband, who's an engineer, would say, it's like a three-pin reset unplug yourself then plug yourself back in reboot yeah i'd imagine the location's got a lot you know a, a massive influence on on everything you do as well i'd imagine as soon as people get there they feel a bit 
like you say, away from the hustle and bustle and, you know, turn the phone off or whatever and just reconnect with nature and all that, kind of, you know. Absolutely. And you don't even, it's even before you get here because you drive up the lane and that's a part of the leaving all the day-to-day -day stuff behind. It's a very beautiful lane with beech trees overhanging. And then you get here and the sense of stillness is incredible. Everybody who comes has commented on it. And is it, um, do they do they stay over or is it like a day, day sessions, those kind of thing, or, or do you offer both? Or? It's days, so the sessions are, um, depending on what people are coming for, sometimes it's an hour, sometimes it's uh, half a day, sometimes it's a full day. And then there are plenty of places to stay around here, but we don't have accommodation on site. Yeah, do you normally do, um, is it one-on-ones or do you get groups as well of you know families or, or work, work colleagues, that kind of stuff? Or what I do is very much tailor-made. So I either work one-to-one -one with the individual or it's small groups to keep it that very personal connected uh, opportunity for people to ask questions about that are very relevant to them rather than just feeling that they're in a big group and that's not so possible. Yeah, so as um, was I going to say, if uh, obviously the, the last few years, things like mental health issues are all, you know, I suppose coming to the fore a bit more and people are a bit more aware of them. Have you seen, have you seen a bit of a, is that kind of why, you know, is it, um, what's, the, what's the right term, I suppose, you know, is that kind of part of, of why you're, you're doing what you're doing. Is it more and more people becoming aware of the, um, how they're feeling and that kind of thing? Do you think? I think it's definitely becoming a bigger part of what I do, or maybe a, at least a more explicit part of what I do. Yeah. Whereas people would have been coming with physical issues, you know, prompted to come by by their physical issues in the past. I see. Uh, but underlying that, there would have been um, some form of. Uh, emotional mental well-being as well because we are mind body and spirit it's all connected you don't have one without the other yeah uh, our thoughts impact on our bodies and our bodies impact on how we feel and how we think um but i think as i say that recently people are more open about how it might be affecting them cognitively emotionally emotionally yeah i think you know especially the last last few years people are a bit more um, like I said, op open to not admitting what that you know is wrong with them, or you know, yeah, being a bit more aware of of how they're feeling and, and reacting. I think, and, and I, I I fit in that category myself. You know, having um, <clears throat> I'm issues with mental health and those kind of things. So yeah, I am. Uh, I should come up and see you one day. <laughs> come and spend. <laughs> come and spend few, yeah, come spend a few hours. Um, <clears throat> So I, I, I take it you work with all people from all walks of life, is that right, Robin? I do, yes. Uh, mostly they'd be probably between 30 and 65 and tends to be more women than men. Okay. But yes, absolutely anybody who feels that what I offer is a good fit for them is more than welcome to get in touch and we can have a chat and see how I might be able to help. And you also care for animals, that's right, isn't it? I do, I do. They are a huge part of my journey and my learning. And 
therefore it's kind of giving something back and it's also still feeding into my business because I learned so much from working with animals. Obviously working with people, I can talk to them and get a response back yeah. in words, but with animals, I can't do that. So I'm having to work in a different way, much more observing and interpreting and intuitive, but that then feeds back into my work with people who sometimes it's difficult to put things into words. Yeah. And, and we're also working kind of with, with the body language and all of the other things. It's not purely verbal, although there is that aspect. I'd imagine the animals are a lot, you know, in terms of physical cues and, and body language, I'd imagine it's, it's, it's a lot clearer with animals, is it, than, than humans? Or? I think they're less conditioned and less worried about how they come across whereas we might hold ourselves and think in this situation i have to be a certain way but animals don't have that so yes i think possibly there's less conditioning and less concern about what their bodies might be showing they're much clearer in that respect they just show it is it the similar the similar kind of methods for animals and humans or would you obviously like you said everything's a bit bespoke but would you use the same kind of principles um to absolutely from, yeah humans are just another form of animal so although it might be slightly different the basic underlying principles are the same and because a lot of what i work a lot of what i do is energy work anyway it works the same for for all living beings Oh, great. Um, and how, how have you seen the last three months? Obviously, um, in terms of, I'd imagine, physical appointments have, have been, you know, on the back burner. So have you, be, have you took advantage of things like Zoom, those kind of things? Have, have you obviously had to change your business slightly due to the uh, recent panade uh, pandemic, it, I should say? I think it's more um, in terms of numbers. I already worked on Zoom because I've had clients... I've had clients in America and uh, right across um, the UK. So those people don't travel to me. It's, it's too far. It's not practical. So yeah. we work on Zoom. So it's just really been a case of transferring all of my clients to Zoom. All of my appointments are running that way and the workshops as well. Yeah. So obviously, um, I'd imagine things, you know, as things are starting to lift now, you are able to to welcome people in yeah yeah and we've got outdoor space here which is amazing and with the weather that we're having at the moment then that's ideal and also i've got you know plastic chairs that can be wiped down we've got uh wipe sanitizers all of those things yeah. that we can make use of as as needed nice so so you i think you touched upon it earlier that the business is is it two years old did you say the business is older than that, but we moved to this location okay. in October of 2018 to grow and expand and make more use of nature because previously I was living in Bristol, so in the suburbs, but we didn't have anywhere near this amazing space around us. This is quite different to... Yeah, it's been wonderful, a wonderful uh, expansion and transformation of what I do. Do you, do you find that um, you get different kind of clients now that you offer the, the space you do, or is it the same kind of 
problems and people that come to you from uh, before yeah, you moved? It's probably the, the same, mostly. Just I have obviously access to a wider range of things that I can do now. Yeah, I suppose this is kind of changed the game a bit for you, didn't it? If, if you've got yeah, a kind of space and, and a lovely location, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, so there, are there any, any exciting plans going forward now? Um, obviously, you said you were working with a business coach to, to kind of realign the business a bit. Are there, are there anything you can tell us about that in terms of any, any exciting new things coming up or, or any events or anything? I have a workshop that's actually starting this coming Friday. It's in two parts. So it's uh, this Friday afternoon and then the following Friday afternoon. And that's about moving from mindfulness into beingfulness. So mindfulness, obviously, thinking around the mental health has become very, very popular and it's benefiting a huge number of people. But I still like to look more at the mind-body-spirit connection and redress that balance, getting us out of our mind and into the whole aspect of being. And my phrase for the year has been just be, because I think so often we're busy and we're active and we're thinking and analyzing in our headspace. And I'd like to shift that balance back into a, a greater balance and wholeness. So I've got that coming up. In terms of this new academy, I'm looking at collaborations. Uh, how maybe this space could be used by others or we could work together on the retreats or or whatever might work with the other people and what they do uh, and also i've set up a facebook group that's all about exploring how to reconnect with ourselves reconnect with nature and how this benefits our well-being so that's the wild wisdom well-being group on facebook nice <laughs> Oh, brilliant! Well, um, yeah, it sounds like got a lot, lot of exciting stuff on the on the horizon. Um, are there any kind of top tips you can give the the viewers and and listeners on, you know, around what you do? Any any kind of simple tips that they can they can take away and use? I think particularly at the moment when we've been going through lockdown and there are lots of predictions of a second wave coming, and it can feel really strange it's so new for us all so unsettling because things are changing all the time we're having new announcements from the government and should we wear a mask or should we not wear a mask and all of these different things but sometimes i think at the moment it's so important just to pause just take that moment to take a deep breath to get grounded and recentered, and just just breathe just yeah. Remember that all of that is external. We don't have to engage with it all of the time. You can take time out from watching news and the bulletins and all of the, the announcements that are coming at us thick and fast and changing all the time. Just getting out into nature as well really helps with that grounding. So if you can get outdoors, just breathe, just take that moment to be still and reconnect with that. Yeah, I, I myself have been trying to get out walking a few times a week, you know, since the lockdown came in. Um, I, I tried to maintain that because, you know, when you're, you're sat in the same house and uh, same four walls, it does get a bit um, yeah. 
suffocating. So yeah, that, that that's done me, you know, personally done me the, the world of good getting out and leaving the phone at home or turn it off and just going going for a walk. Like you say, outside in the fresh air and the nature has, has been, yeah, God sent for me really. To get away, like you say, from those four walls, that sense of cabin fever and enclosure. And even yeah. the term lockdown, it has that sense of being trapped. But yeah. if you can get outdoors, see the sky, see the trees, it really can make a huge difference. Yeah, I, th I think, um, I haven't thought about it before, but I think they, they could have used a, a better term really for lockdown you know like you say it does obviously um lend itself to thinking you know you've been locked away or whatever which essentially in a, in a way we have been but i think yeah i think there could have been a better phrase used and i think part of what i do is to encourage people to pay attention to their self-talk what are we really telling ourselves which is kind of like a mindfulness practice as well just observing and listening to what we're saying because we're really taking that on board and we take it on board at many different levels. So the word lockdown applies to the situation where we're being encouraged to stay home and stay safe. But also what does that word, what are the connotations of that word of lock and being locked in, yeah. and being trapped. So I encourage people to maybe use a bit of a reframe and instead of saying things like i must i should i have to to say things like i choose to because it's really it feels so much more expansive so much more liberating and freeing yeah. to, to use that kind of language have you seen it um uh i suppose a difference in, in the clients the regular clients that you have or the any new clients and you know from the effects of lockdown have you seen that, that having an impact on, on people's well-being? Well, I'm currently volunteering for the FAST project, and that stands for Frontline Assistance for Stress and Trauma, which is specifically set up to support the NHS. Originally, it was just NHS, but it's expanded out now. We've got NHS, which is all areas, so the nursing and doctor staff, uh, cleaners, admin staff, everybody who's working sort of frontline with COVID, um, police and fire service and care staff as well, to support them with any uh, anxiety or stress or worries around having to deal with this crisis. We offer them up to four free sessions as a kind of a first aid to support them through. So we're caring for the carers really. So having people coming who are express, expressing concerns, um, just exhaustion at the constant, um, having to deal with the pressures, also the worries, anticipatory anxiety around this predicted second wave of the pandemic. Okay. Oh, great, that's uh, good on you, well done. I, um, <clears throat> yeah, I'd imagine there will be uh, quite a bit of a, um, What's the right word? Um, a lot of people suffering, I think, and in terms of their mental health and well-being from from the effects of lockdown and you know the uh, the wider effects of people losing their jobs, those kind of things, and you know putting on weight or whatever, or you know lack of you know yeah, I think there is going to be a, a bit of a big uh, a lot of cases with that now in the next few few months. So you know, well, we still don't know what's going to happen, do we? With 
if there's going to be a second wave or anything or a second lockdown or local lockdowns so yeah i think everyone's still a bit in the, in the dark and i think it's it's partly that uncertainty not knowing how long it's going to last are the rules going to change are we going to have the second wave plus for people in the front line and potentially others as well there's the fact that while it's ongoing we're kind of holding our breath we're waiting to see what's going to happen and so we're in that fright or fight or flight kind of state where we're not able to process yeah. the emotions and, and the concerns and the worries and all the thoughts that are going on in our heads so it might actually take it it might actually hit us further down the line when maybe things start to ease and, and we start to be able to return to whatever the new normal is going to be. And then we start to have that space to revisit the, the concerns and the fears that we've had. And that may be when we start to have those uh, impacts, they start to become clearer, kind of like a PTSD, uh, okay, yeah. particularly for the NHS and, and the frontline staff. Be interested to see see what happens and how, how the, the full effect on people has had. But um, yeah, well, well, thanks thanks for coming on. It's been brilliant. And um, if there's any any anything else you want to plug or anything else you want to mention, Robin, you know, Philip, you know, I think that's all I can think of for now. Thank you. Okay, brilliant. Well, um, yeah, thanks again for coming on. Um, Anyone who's interested in getting in touch with Robin to find out more, you can find her on the other app um, in and around the Abergavenny, Torvine, Monmouthshire, Newport area. Um, pop your postcode in and Robin will pop up. And if you visit the health and sports category and the pet care categories, you'll find Robin and Equenergy in there. So, yeah, if, if you're interested in um, something as uh, as... <clears throat> Let's tweak your interest and yeah, get in, get in touch with her. So um, yeah, thanks again for coming on, Robin. And I think that pretty much wraps it up for now. So uh, yeah, thank you all. Thank you all for watching if you're still here. And thanks a lot. Fabulous. Thank you.